The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I have voices in my head. They count to me. They understand. They talk to me. G'day everyone and welcome to another episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com, our first podcast for 2024 and we promise you this year we will be the laxative of podcasts, we'll do it more often. Joining me as always, Welshie and Lyle, g'day boys. Very good, eh, Tony? That's probably the worst fucking opening. <laughs> Who does laxatives more often? Hey, No, laxatives help you go more often. I said we should take a laxative. We're not going to be a laxative. Well, we might be. <laughs> we do give... I, I mean, I've known I give people... Well, the people have been very sick after listening to podcasts that we've done before. We do give people the shits. Yes. Lyle, hello to you. Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, Get out the job, our, po- our, po- <laughs> our podcast is a laxative. Uh, don't worry about that. Oh, welcome back. Welcome back, guys. Big summer. Yeah. Welshie doing photo shoots. Tony probably at every stadium doing cricket, baseball. What, yeah. what else have you been up to, mate? A uh, bit of golf. Yeah. Yeah. Having golf. Yeah. It's been fun. Bloody oath. Have you hit one straight yet, Tony? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've hit a few straight. <laughs> Not as many as I'd like, but a few. Well, yeah. We're all, we're all chasing it. Yeah. Exactly. So everyone it. had a good break. I did. Yeah. I spent a couple of weeks lazing by the pool in Bali. Beautiful. I'll tell you what, it's a good little routine you get into over there. Every morning I'd get up, go get a coffee, come back, jump in the pool. And then uh, one morning I realized I've jumped in the pool and I've got my wallet in my uh... pocket. Yeah, with like two million Thai baht. So I had to get it all out. I'm lying it on towels everywhere. <laughs> the, the cleaner's wondering why there's cash all over the room. Anyway, next morning, all the money's dry. I put it back in my wallet, go get a coffee, come back, jump in the pool with my wallet in my pocket. <laughs> and you guys think I'm stupid? I had to explain to the cleaner why the, like we actually had to explain it the second day because uh, she would have thought that we were either drug dealers or I was trying to tip her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, the <laughs> drug dealers she would have thought. Yeah. yeah, that's a weird currency to be uh, to making. It's not worth a lot. So it doesn't dry quickly either. <laughs> now the old two million rupee is uh, just a lazy two hundred bucks. It's not much. Yeah, two hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, you. Oh, at least you get to go on holidays. So Tony and I just battling away, plugging away, working over yeah. the holidays. Oh, fuck off, Lyle. Where are you going in a couple of weeks? Oh, I'll be going to Perth for the uh, Australian oh, Super that. Show. Oh, before that, 
Bright Light City, gonna send my soul. I'm maybe going to Vegas. Got an Elvis concert. Well, you got to see. There'll be a Elvis there, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, going over for the Super Bowl. Did I ever tell you about my uh, ripped off in Vegas story? No, no. Do we have time? Yeah, of course we do. Vegas. I went to Vegas one year. I've been to Vegas seven times. Love it. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. An amazing so the, place. So the protests and petitions haven't kept you out from the no, local? No, not at all. No, not at all. And I went uh, and I thought, I'm going to go see a show. And I went up to the box office. There's like this one company, I can't remember the name, but they do all the tickets. a cardboard box, wasn't it? And I said to the guy, uh, I want to go see a comedian. Who do you recommend? He said, oh, look, he said, a couple of weeks ago, I went and saw this guy. He's at this hotel, which was a little hof- hotel off the the uh strip and he said uh he's really funny he does 100 impersonations it's just a really good night i said all right no problems 35 bucks fantastic he said uh i said is it on tonight he said yeah yep on monday night no problems here it is uh 35 bucks there's your ticket so i walk away eight o'clock start i get there at seven o'clock because i'd had dinner i had nothing else to do so i go and sit in the hotel foyer no one's there 7 30 still nobody there then a couple arrive and they sit next to me no problem. How are you going to see? Yeah, yeah, we're going to see. Yep, yep, yep. It comes to eight o'clock and there's still nobody else there. The stage and the area where he was performing was empty. There wasn't even a sound person. So I went up to reception. And I said, is this guy performing tonight? And they said, oh, yeah, he normally does perform on Monday nights. He said, let's give him a call. So they call the comedian and he gives me the phone. I go, shit. The guy answers the phone. Hello. I said, oh, good day, mate. I said, you don't know me, but I'm uh, from Australia. I'm here in the hotel waiting to see your show. What's happening? He said, what are you doing there on a Monday night? I said, well, they sold me a ticket to your show. He said, I haven't done Monday nights for five weeks. So he said, "Keep here's my, he said, here's my name and number. He said, next time you come to Vegas, give me a call. And he said, we'll, uh, we'll I'll get you into one of my shows. No problems at all. But this guy didn't do shows a month, so they sold me a ticket to a Monday night show that the guy hadn't done for five weeks. You'd think someone would tell the place, wouldn't you? So you got to go back. So give me the phone number. I will. I'll and I'll call the it. bloke and I'll uh, get the ticket on your behalf. Yeah. Just so you remember about worse, seven Tony. years ago. Could have been worse, Tony. He could have sold you a ticket to see Jeff Seddy. Yes. No, that wouldn't have been funny at all. <laughs> well, no, he's very funny. That's not fair. He's very we'll funny. We'll talk about it. Uh, We'll talk about Jeff a little bit later on. All right, boys, joining us now is a favourite son of the West. I think he is. Maybe. Australia. Of Australia, of course, he is too. Damien Slater joins us to say good day for 2024. Good day, Damien. Hey, mate. How are you? Thank you, gents. It's um I I guess I am from the West now. I'm traditionally a proud South Australian, uh, but I've been here seven years now in Perth, so I guess that, that makes me a Western Australian. After all this time, so here we go. So you were from the centre that, that you left South oh. Australia to get away yeah. from Rocky Monero. Yeah, no, me and Rocky go way back. One of my original original trainers. So yeah, no, no, I'm I'm, I'm full time Perthy now. I've been here since 2016, so I, I guess they can claim me. I've always actually said that if I was to live in another place in Australia, Perth would be the place. Yeah, I don't mind Look, it. Melbourne. Everyone in Melbourne yeah. uh, is supporting of that, Tony. Yeah, sure they are. <laughs> I'll help you pack. Look, it's not a it's not a bad place to be. I, I won't complain. I do enjoy my time in Perth. It's it, it's it's nothing I can really complain about being from uh, being from cold cold Adelaide. But you guys are from Melbourne, right? So this is yeah, yeah I can't really complain either with Adelaide. So, and mate, the, the great thing is to about that. 
the great thing is to the wrestling scene over in Perth, just getting stronger and stronger. It is. It is. Look, it's always had a pretty good history since the early 2000s. It's It's been an amazing place for anyone who's in the know. But um, I reckon probably the last, I'd say, three, three to five years have really picked up. And particularly since COVID, I feel like we've got a lot of momentum behind us. And and yeah, it, it's a great place to be. A lot of, lot of talent, a lot of untapped talent uh, and just some amazing experience levels at the moment. So a good mix from the, from the young to the old. I was waiting for Lyle to ask a question. Is he frozen? No, no, his eyes are blinking. Oh. Oh, it, I think it did for a bit. Yeah, so first thing I want to bring up is your tag team partner, Muffins. Uh, I think he'd kill me <laughs> if I didn't bring him up. Uh, does he leave you long uh, voice memos as well? He leaves. No, I, I'm not. I'm not one of his. Um, I'm not one of his. <laughs> his diet students. I guess that. What, what you call him. <laughs> he's not. He's not my coach. He was once upon a time, but that was before voice memos were really a thing. Uh, and that's when he used to send four thousand word essays, and then someone clued him <laughs> on, on the power of just recording your voice and and i'll be honest muffins loves a chat so uh, i actually dodged that era that era of muffins. <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine reading uh a four thousand word well, essay I'm, but I'm listening sure capable of reading it uh, easy. who said i did read it yeah <laughs> just give a thumbs up 30 seconds after seeing it <laughs> no in all in all in all serious you got a big show uh coming up for uh australian the super show don't worry about the the other big show there wrestlebrania we'll get to that (laughs) um but yeah this looks like it's going to be one of the biggest cards in australia for the year yeah uh man I'd, i'd go on a limb and say one of the biggest of all time if i'm honest i think uh there might be four matches currently announced of the who knows seven or eight that, that would normally be on an Aussie card. Um, I don't know if you saw, but like 10 minutes before this, this chat went live, uh, the untouchables got announced against the velocities, which is something I'm extremely excited about. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, that's a match we've never had before. So, so there you go, but yeah, no, they're clearly going out on a limb. And I think even though this will be a very, a very Perth heavy card, like, you know, your Perth guys are getting spot, definitely getting the spotlight, but, the, the amount of interstate talent on this card and a lot who haven't even been announced yet, you can tell that EPW are really trying to take advantage of that and not just going with the easy option to showcase our, our guys to everyone and, you know, mix it up a little bit and showcase what Australia is all about rather than just Western Australia. It must be an amazing opportunity for some of the younger guys in WA who haven't had many opportunities yet to get across to the Eastern States to have, a lot of people coming over there, but also their opportunity to work on cards with names like Robbie Eagles. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think for me personally, that's that's been one of the biggest things I've just been pushing our younger crew to to do, and that is just to travel. And I, I know I completely understand it's hard. It's hard being from Perth. The flight costs are, you know, can be double if you get it at a bad time. Um, it's that it's a real big especially. investment. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so you know, a lot of the crew do have that ambition to travel and get their name out and stuff like that, but they just they just can't in- afford that investment at this point in time. Or when they do go over, it's it's such a brief trip that they can't really make too much of a 
a dent, I guess, in the in the scene. Um, can't get too much experience. So for them to be able to not just be on the same card as them, but just also have an opportunity to network and, and you know, mm. pick the brains of, of guys like your Robbie Eagles, like your Slecks, uh, and those kinds of guys who will be down here. Um, that's invaluable. You, you know, you really can't put a price on that. So I really hope they do take a lot out of it, the, the ones who are there. And and I hope that we, we can really make this not just a, a one-off show, but, but you know, it's not the start of something special, but we can take this scene to, to another another level. And I think shows like this are a great opportunity to do so. It was one of the things that really excited us about Elimination Chamber getting announced in Perth was we're obviously going to go across and we were going to get the opportunity to come to EPW, which we haven't been able to do before either. I assume you'd go see Undertaker and his um, Dead Man show. Free of prison. Don't don't tread on me. Uh, He's announced shows in Melbourne. We don't have to fly. We can see that. We're going to be in Perth. Oh yeah, thank God. I've heard his show sold out. So um hey, if you didn't get tickets to, to the Dead Man show, then that's probably a good thing. I think the universe is looking out for you. You can come and see <laughs> <laughs> It's not for me. Oh, well, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it'll be a fantastic night at the um at the Australian Wrestling Super Show, no doubt. And but what, what about a... WWE? You know, normally Perth gets left off on some of the big acts. Like, you know, we've spoken to Davis before about like musical acts don't get over there. And, you know, now WWE actually having a pay-per-view there, not just a house show. Well, what was that like when that got announced? Yeah, it, it, hard, hard for me to gauge as, as like a grizzled old man who doesn't care too much about that kind of uh, product nowadays. Um a bit jaded on, on, on all of that, but I'm, I'm sure that like a lot of our huge, massive wrestling fans and, and the young wrestlers at EPW were, were stoked to see that. Um, like I said, you know, I, I'm from Adelaide. So the amount of shows I've been to and been able to watch over the years has been a lot. Um, so I, I wasn't really there much for the the scarce Perth shows that used to come. I think from, from what I've been told, they'd bring like a, a house show out once every five years and it'd be, you know, end of the tour, everyone's tired, no one's putting in the effort. So to actually have a, a pay-per-view like this is, is incredible. And we've had we've had a bit of luck lately. Like UFC came and, and did their massive show, which sold out RAC Arena in half a second or something ridiculous. I know for a fact because I was waiting in line, couldn't get tickets. Um, so it's good that the, the government's splashing out and actually trying to bring some tourism over to Perth because, you know, often we are neglected out here in the West. I believe we are the second most isolated city on the planet as far as I've researched. So yeah, long way away. Um, yeah. And anyone who hasn't, uh, who's going over for Elimination Chamber and hasn't been to EPW, last time WWE did a big show in Australia was in Melbourne and the night before at MCW was probably the best energy show I've ever attended. So you don't want to miss EPW the night before. I think it's going to be the best hardcore, pure wrestling crowd you're you're going to get in Australia for a long time. Hundred percent. And we have we have such an incredible venue at Williston Stadium, which we've been using. I think we've we've we just had our third show there. Um, so you know you're looking at a pretty nice professional venue, not too far from the city. Just the the perfect location and perfect kind of atmosphere for for what you're about to see. Which, as you said, is you know, the best in, in pure professional wrestling. I'm, I'm pretty proud of what EPW has built and 
as someone who who has been around the place and, and trained and, and mentored people from all over Australia, I'm pretty proud of our whole scene as a whole. And I've been very vocal about that. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm incredibly excited to see everyone under that one roof. Speaking of that mentoring, I did my research for this interview and went to your last on, Facebook post. I thought now. that would tell me a lot about you. And it did actually, it, it told me, it was quite an interesting post here posted saying that in the last few months, you'd been uh, online with, so many pro wrestlers from around the world, Portugal, Scotland, France, Germany, Spain, Singapore, South Korea, and of course, Australia. And talking about the passion of these guys for the sport right around the world. Uh, tell us a bit about that and just uh, what, it, what it is like to speak to these guys and, and get their views on things. Yes, yeah, so I guess long story long, um, I started about five years ago, a YouTube channel where I just would put out tips and tricks for, for pro wrestlers, just something I thought, was something that is neglected in the scene. It, it's, you know, pro wrestling's off, often been very hidden, just like, you know, the masked magician. You wouldn't see more than a few little things being unveiled. And and I understand why, very old school in its nature. But uh, I just felt like there was a missed opportunity to get a lot of lessons out beyond what I do at our school in Perth. And that kind of over the years progressed and developed and, and got a bit of a following. And then I decided to take it a step further and turn it into a Patreon. So like a membership platform, uh, which worldbeaterwrestling.com, you can check it out. But um, yeah, I've been running for three months and overwhelmed at the response. Not just, I, I kind of figured that a lot of Australians would get on board because I had had contact and connections with them, but I'm pretty overwhelmed at how many overseas not just trainees, but wrestlers, bookers, promoters, um, you know, head coaches of, of some actually big schools around the world have kind of gotten on board and, and are using that platform. So it's been a great opportunity to, I wouldn't say just be their mentor, but also just collaborate with them and network with mm. them and, and learn how things are going over there and how I can help them by, by teaching what I know. And yeah, one of the things I did pick up along the way is just how, how similar a lot of those scenes are to how we were say 10 to 15 years ago in Australia. Um, that, that real grassroots DIY scene, which we still are. We, we definitely still are, but we have progressed beyond that in a way. Um, when you look at our product, you can see that. Um, whereas they're still, you know, skint roster, 10 of them working together, trying to create something in a scene that never had anything where there is no training. There's no schools. There's, barely any venues for them and i'm seeing the passion in all of them and, and yeah it reminded me of the early days in australia which as tough as it was and uh, as many mistakes as we made it it's what i look back on fondly when i think about my pro wrestling career and, and journey uh, yeah. I tell... sorry i love when um the bits i've seen where some of some of your lessons are really subtle things um that can just make a match go from good to great because of the psychology or the way a hold way people are thinking differently about their holds. Um, what is it about uh, putting a match together that really makes you think on a deeper level than what possibly predecessors were doing? I think it's just a lifetime of being obsessed with every little detail of pro wrestling. Like I've, I think I'm 21 years in the game now, started very young. Uh, and, and, you know, even before that, when I first started watching wrestling, I very quickly developed an obsession with it and wanted to know just not, you know, what most people want, which is what cool moves are being done at the moment, what's cool in 
in the indie scene, but I was always fascinated with the psychology of it all. And I can also credit just being around some incredible mentors who don't get their praises sung enough. One of them definitely is David Storm, uh, who you've yeah, obviously spoken to in the past. But um, Dave is someone who should absolutely be getting paid a lot of money by the biggest mainstream companies as a as a head coach. Um, you will very rarely get a mind like that. And I think he's in the same boat. He's just someone who was obsessed and, and studied it and picked up little details and was never really content with just being good. He was always kind of on that search for what makes pro wrestling great. And you, you just don't learn this kind of stuff. Um, I've, you know, I've trained at different schools. I've, I've run seminars at countless schools. I've been overseas. No one's teaching this stuff, at least not many. And maybe the world is changing a little bit. I think the internet does help that. Um, but I just found like the psychology and, and even from my experience, I was never taught this stuff explicitly. I had to learn it through a lot of failures and a lot of, um, you know, 10 years in being told that, what I'm doing was wrong or whatever. And I just feel like this is what pro wrestling is all about. The moves matter, the techniques matter, but it's those 1% things in between that make the art form as great as it is. And if you're not teaching that for whatever reason, then you're doing your trainees a, a disservice. So yeah, it, it just came from a lot of that and a lot of just seeking how to get better. I've always just been big on how can I be a little bit better? How can I teach my students just that little bit better? How can I take things from other like combat, combat sports, martial arts, um, the, the music industry from marketing? How can I take little things from elsewhere to progress this scene and this art form forward? The interesting thing about that, Damien, is that I've never really seen wrestling as being a, like there's a, you know, wrestling for dummies book. This is, this is because everyone's so different in wrestling that it doesn't seem to me like there could be a generic teaching of something but you're yeah. saying you can still do that and still sort of have that overall look at everybody absolutely and yeah like i said pro wrestling very subjective um it's not just about winning and losing it's about having something that is special and, and often when you're being looked at by major companies or any really at any level people are looking for the x factor they want to see something different something special something that makes you marketable and valuable not just how good you do a headlock takedown um in saying that we have definitely found ways to teach that and to bring that out of people without restricting who they are as a pro wrestler and a lot of that is just giving them the freedom to be themselves mm. with different constraints um so when you know when i teach my students currently i teach i guess the equivalents like an advanced class like the, the top tier um and when i teach them a lot of it is based around Here's a theory. Uh, here's an outcome that we need. Here's maybe a constraint that we have within a match. Add your own flavor, be yourself, but ab achieve this objective. And that for me, that's about as close as you can get to keeping true to what pro wrestling is while still teaching a lot of those little things al along the way uh, that, you know, in the old school, you just kind of learned from, those long, long road stories that you'd tell in the car rides and stuff like that, which we just don't have anymore. You know, now it's 45 minute jet star flights. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, yeah. So yeah, you speak, uh, you speak highly of, uh, Davis being a mentor and a coach. Um, you guys running training camps. Mm -hmm. So wrestlers locally, they can take advantage of one of the big companies, not signing Davis. 
Um, you've got a big winter camp coming up in July. I think you're going to announce in February the details of that. Um, what, are, what are these training camps about? Give us the big plug for all the wrestlers listening. There's a need to it. sells out in about 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super successful. Yeah, definitely not much effort needed on the marketing front. Um, it, I guess it just started as something that, it, look, it had been done before. Um, I know AWF used to run dream camps back in like the early 2000s that TNT used to run. I think Dave actually uh, did one before he started his proper training. So, and, and, and I even, um, I even helped run one at PWA, I think around 2010. So the idea has always been there, but I guess eventually it got to the point where we, we would see the amount of interest people had in coming over. We would get emails all the time. People would just want to come and, and train for a week or whatever. And we thought, why not actually make this an actual thing and not just half-ass it and, and put some effort into it. So yeah, we did the first one, super popular. And then COVID happened and COVID led to a lot of online camps. We did um we did what we called the super web series, which was like a like an online camp. And that's when we we kind of got the idea that all right, let's actually take this seriously and run it as a three or four times a year thing. So post COVID, ran them, like you said, sold out very quick. Uh, we're at the point now where we're only looking to run one a year, which is in winter. Um, we we both are very busy and have our own things going on. Uh, we're actually running a summer camp coming up in Feb. And that's honestly, that's just because that many people wanted to train when they came over for the chamber that we, we thought we'd just run one. But yeah, typically July every year, you'll see a camp. They are for anyone who's got a little bit of experience in the game. We generally say about a year or more. And we're looking at a lot of those little one percenters. It's not about teaching you how to forward roll and back bump. It's, it's about teaching you the psychology of pro wrestling and, um, yeah, trying to give you a, a perspective and a feedback that you might not normally hear at your own school. And I think that's very important to break away from what's comfortable. Like personally for me, my I'll, I'll be honest, my trips overseas were always some of the worst experiences that I had in, depending on where I went, but sometimes it was the training quality was really poor. Sometimes it was the way I was treated was really poor. And sometimes it was just kind of realizing these these places that you saw and idolized online weren't actually as professionally run or, or weren't as big and special as you thought. And then you, you kind of realize that back home in Australia, we've got it really good. And we're running these really amazing shows and amazing trainings. But beyond that, the one thing I found was training in a different environment with different coaches, different people and doing it full time, being able to do it three, four, five, six hours a day saw some of my biggest growth as a, as a person, as a pro wrestler. Uh, so for us, we, we're trying to offer that more than just the actual training side. It's an, it's an opportunity to network. When people come over, they get to work. One of our shows, we generally run like a, a camp only show uh, at our, at our school. So um, yeah, look, it's a great experience. The feedback has been phenomenal. People seem to be happy. We've had a majority of people come back for a second and third camp. I think some are even coming back for their fourth camp. So uh, I feel like we're doing something right and we're always looking to to improve and progress on that and make it something bigger. So yeah, anyway, July. July this year, there'll be, an, there'll be another one. As a fan, I always love seeing who's at the camp when you do the big group shot and picking yeah. out um, who's gone over there because um, 
when we're looking for for guests and things like that, seeing who's investing in their growth and their performance is one thing that we're always looking for. And mm. people going over to that camp is definitely a benchmark in investing in in yourself. A hundred percent. And I don't think that you need to necessarily do our camp to show that you're investing in yourself. Hey, if, if that's what you want to do though, I'll welcome it. Um, <laughs> money is good money to me, but um, no, I think, I think you, you, you're a hundred percent correct. And just one thing I've noticed the last few years in the Australian wrestling scene is there are just so many who are willing to invest in themselves. And, you know, we've had periods of that and we've had periods where people just weren't really taking those steps, but Man, if you if you really want to make something of this and you're not trying to get yourself out in any way you can, then you're just missing such a big opportunity with the amount of Aussies we have overseas at the moment, absolutely killing it with the mm -hmm. amount of Aussies who have come back to Australia and are helping to teach and coach and stuff like that. Like every, every possible resource is right there in front of you and it's the best that's ever been. So yeah, you got to take advantage if that's really what you want to do. And fans know if you're taking shortcuts and they're not going to invest in you. Um, like you can't treat them like idiots because they, if they like you and they go to the show because you're on it, promoters will know. hundred percent. And some people don't want to, don't want that kind of, they don't have the, that kind of ambition. They, they just want to be a, a wrestler, a weekend warrior. And that's completely fine that's too. hundred percent. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, you know, we all have different passions and hobbies and some you prioritize more than others. Um, but at the same time, that the competition is is incredible at the moment. So if it's something you do want to do and you do want to head overseas and branch out, you've got to do the things other people aren't. And you've got to take take those steps that people aren't taking. Otherwise, you just end up falling in line and being another number amongst what I've said a million times is that we have the absolute best independent scene on the planet. So very hard to break away from some of the, the talented young individuals coming through now. Yeah, very true. Hey, mate, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Hang on, hang on, uh, hang on. We've got WrestleBrainia. This is going to be my teammate. Oh, okay. Talk about <laughs> WrestleBrainia. Oh, this is new for Damien. Oh. The, reason, the reason we've got Damien here is so we can strategize a bit to beat <laughs> Davis Storm. Um, We've handpicked yeah. you because you're not from Perth. Good. Love originally, it. Um, because we think that their team's going to be a little bit, this is our home ground, you're our secret weapon. Um, how do we throw Davis Storm off his game? That's what I want to know. Uh, how do we throw him off his game? That's do we wear good... like neck braces when we come out? And Hey, that's a good plan. That's not bad. Although he's so stupidly positive that that wouldn't even throw him off. He'd probably smile and give you a hug and, and shake your hand and make you dinner. Man, that's he'd ask if one. you're all right. <laughs> exactly. dinner, is he a decent cook at least? Because I don't want him making me dinner if he can't cook. Dude, he's got a whole meal service. He, yeah, he's, he's, he's a very good stuff. cook. <laughs> I don't know. I don't... Is there anything he can't do? Oh man, he can't claim that he's under forty years old. That's that's something. Yeah, neither can I. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't look a day over thirty as well. It can't I'd even say 20, twenty-three if you ask me, but. He's, um, <laughs> Uh, he, he's very, very much Benjamin Button in the pro wrestling world. But um, you've done WrestleBrainy before. Good fun. I have. It was, yeah, one of my favorite experiences in wrestling. We, we had a, a Perth show 
geez, what was it, a year, a year or so ago? Um, and I had no idea what to expect at all. Like, I wasn't sure if I would actually be wrestling. I wasn't sure. I honestly had no idea. I'm very pleased with just what, what sort of show it is. It's so entertaining, no matter who you are, uh, what kind of experience or love you have for pro wrestling or sports entertainment from any era. Um, just, just a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I can't wait for the next one. It's going to be awesome. What do you think of Jeff, the host? Tip. I do. I do the show every year, and I don't know what I'm doing either. What? What was? What was that one? What I? Oh, think sorry, of... I said. What do you think of Jeff, the host? I think that he reminds me so much of Mick Malloy. It's killing me in every in every way. Well, there's one way that he's definitely not alike with Mick Malloy. He doesn't drink. Um, right, and Mick. So Mick drinks enough of both of them, though. Let's let's put it that way. <laughs> No, but Jeff, Jeff's awesome. He's um, an incredible host. Obviously, has a, a fantastic knowledge of pro wrestling to go along with the the gags. So, um, yeah, no, he's, he's he's a good good guy. Good guy, Jeff. Yeah, no, we all think he's a great bloke too. That's it. All right, Damien, I'll say it again. Thanks for joining us, mate. Really do appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the weekend that will be the Elimination Chamber over there in Perth and a big show for you guys over there in Perth as well. Uh, thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you again soon i'm sure certainly will thanks for the chat damien slater joining us here on the turnbuckle welcome to intermission yeah intermission two of our program that was a good first interview to have for the year Walshie. it is like uh one of the very best wrestlers this country has ever produced and arguably the best coach as well yeah no, found a, a, a good insight into uh hey uh, perturbed by lyle always trying to squeeze his um tag team partner into the conversation well you know just trying to look at you know Damien Slater may be a great wrestling coach, uh, but Muffins is a, a good life coach. Um, always got to shout uh, out Muffins. He's looked after Gino ever, and I, so. If anyone ever needed a life coach, it's you and Gino. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, let's get straight into our second part of the show, boys. Uh, this weekend, actually tomorrow night, or as we record this on a Wednesday, the Renegades. Tonight. Tonight, it is, as people listen to it. That's if it. they hear, if you listen to this time, on Friday, but, uh, it was last yeah. night. Yeah, we had no, no, Friday. Tony's put the episode up late, and we've missed it. No, no someone no, heard on Thursday. Someone <laughs> heard on Friday. <laughs> Tony definitely putting it up uh, before the Renegade show. I'm hearing. Yeah, no doubt. No, uh, how, how good is boys? it? Rumble oh, time. Oh, sorry, Rumble. That's yeah, a rumble. love a Rumble. Love a Rumble. So there's going to be some surprises. I'm really looking forward to to the card overall, but the uh, public holiday Eve, I think more wrestling companies should do do shows on it, make it a tradition um, and a must-see, must-see shows. 
I think um, um, it can be a draw outside of just the card as well. I hope there's a winner. I don't want to draw, but um, I've been messaging all of the people who've been getting announced for the Rumble. No one will tell me what they're, what weapons they're bringing in. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to throw it to you two and myself. If you were, if you were in this Rumble where you're welcome to bring any weapon you like into the match, what would you, what would you use? Well, for me, there's no doubt it'd be a fuckwacker. <laughs> Very good, Why Tony. What would you use? I, I I would use a golf club, and I'd say the other nineteen people in the would be safe because I wouldn't hit them. I wouldn't even get close to hitting them. Um, like, would it be a day for it? That's what everyone wants to know. Like, cause... if there's a golf club in my hand, it's definitely a day for it. Uh, does it um, rain, hail, or shine? Forty degrees and sunburn. Every day is a good day for golf. But I know JXT. He threw out that he might use a. Bundy, LJN. Now, settle down. This is not a nah, deathmatch rumble. Bundy's not going to use a mine. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd use... i just bring in, like, another wrestler. That's my yeah. weapon. So, like, I'd bring in Gore, and he's my weapon. But do you have to hit him? Do you have to pick Gore up and nope. use him as a weapon, or he's the nope. weapon? He's the weapon. That's pretty... That's clever, actually. That's and clever. then I just have to stay in the corner, like, under the bottom rope, holding the bottom rope, while he did all the work. It's a shame Gore's still injured, though, isn't he? I think he's suspended. Oh, and suspended. So you he's probably suspended. couldn't use him. He got suspended from Wrestle Rock. I, I tell you what, if that man's injured, some of the lifts that he's posting on Instagram are fucking crazy. Um, yeah, well, hiding... they, I mean, there's no way he's injured. I mean, he might have injured others. No, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I don't even think up. you'd have to hold on to the bottom rope. I reckon you could just hop on his back like a backpack and he'd just wrestle with you there. I have no doubt that he'd be able to do that. Oh. What I question is my ability to stay hanging on when he turned quickly and yeah. I get thrown off like a jet ski doing a 360. So I would hide on the bottom rope. And you don't want to risk work. yourself. He'd probably grab you and use you as a weapon mm. oh, as well. And that's, true. you don't want to I'd, have that either. I'd then, with my title shot, choose the tag team title so that he could do all the work in that as well. And I'd get a belt, no buffs. That's actually pretty clever. Genius. Genius. Now, if this happens tomorrow night, all coincidence. If, if this happens actually... tomorrow night, my idea has been stolen. <laughs> and I'll be asking for royalties. If Maybe this... I should hold it off until Friday. No, <laughs> Tony's put the podcast out early. If this, uh, if this happens, no. Um, but yeah, like obviously the rumble. It's a twist on it. Bring your weapons. Uh, rumble. Rumbles. Um, are fun regardless of what company they are. But at the local level, you know, they're they're, they're a lot of fun. But you got. Robbie and Emin, that's a massive grudge grudge match. Um, looking forward to that. You know, anytime you get to see Robbie in a in Australian ring, um, don't take it for granted. It's amazing. Aisha's got a big match. Yes, Mickey Fortune. I haven't seen a lot of Mickey Fortune. No, but um, I haven't either. And but I'm looking forward to it. From all reports, um, fantastic. Yeah, uh, wrestler. So uh, I think we're in for a treat. It's I've good to have. It. It's good to have someone uh, come over that hasn't had as much exposure to to the Melbourne crowd. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to that. Would you? You have something there, Tony? No, no. I was just no. It should be a fantastic night. 
Yeah, yeah, and you got tomorrow, the tag tonight, match. yesterday, whenever you are listening to this podcast. <laughs> whenever you're listening, whenever Tony puts it up. Uh, the Velocities versus uh, Jarvis and Murdoch. That'll be a lot of fun. Jarvis is uh, definitely one of our favourites. And the big... And, uh, the big and uh, a new venue too, isn't it? Yeah, the Northcote yeah. Theatre. Northcote Theatre. The okay. venue change for anyone who's not across it, so... Um, and their ticket sales actually bumped when they changed venues. I'm hearing. I read it on a on a forum. So, yeah, cool. And then you got the big meat match: Ugg, uh, Thorpe, and Taylor. That's uh, that's a lot of. Who's going to win the rumble, guys? Who wins the rumble? Who are you on? Who's in it? <laughs> I I think Lockie's going to win it for mine. Uh, I think Ricky Gilmore. While Dave's away in another part Ricky of the world, will play. Ricky is going to realise his singles potential. That'll cause a rift between BDE. No, because you win whatever title shot you want. He can win that title shot. Oh, for he doesn't, Dave. you don't have to. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. And look, Ricky's got a wedding to pay for, and I think that's going to be the extra motivation. Yep. Yeah, fair um, enough. I've been giving him pep talks all week. He has now blocked me on yeah. all forms of social media okay. and told me never to message him again, but not uh, the first, it won't be the last. Yeah. I'm going to start does... a burner account and do it again. Yeah, he does have a lot of experience in uh, wrestling on his own, even though he works in a tag team. Well, he does all of the work, He does all usually. the heavy lifting. Oh, I'll settle uh, down. Dave's fantastic. No, no, Dave's smart. He's very smart. Um, no, but I think Lockie. Lockie for mine. And he'll take the title. He'll become the king of renegades. Well, Lockie, uh, Lockie would have to be a huge chance. Um, I know Tony's a big fan of Musketeer having his debut. He thinks that yes, he massive. could be a chance. Massive. Um, I didn't know he was the, wrestling in it. Yeah, he's my pick. The renegades uh, trainees coming through. It's always awesome to see those guys. Big move for WWE Raw boys. It's heading to Netflix. That's look, that um blew me away with all of the all the talk was uh of them going to um Turner and the Netflix like it was a big news day yesterday. So the first news dropped and which I think is next on the run sheet for some reason. Lyle's mixed it all up. And then this news dropped with the Netflix deal, five billion dollars over ten years. It's crazy, man. Um it's not going to make much difference here because we'll still, you know, I mean, we can always get a VPN and watch it on Netflix, but it'll still be on um, on your binge and KO here for at least another three years. Um, but yeah, huge news. And it's great to see someone actually take the plunge on a streaming service. Well, yeah. the NFL's been using a streaming service this year with Peacock and they had 26 million people view one of the uh, the playoff matches last weekend. Yeah, no need to bring that you'll up. Never know Tony. what Netflix. You'll never know what Netflix. Who, how many watch on Netflix? Because they don't. No, appa- you, so apparently the rumor is twenty twenty five. Nielsen's rating system is going to be integrated into Netflix. So, mm. oh, about some there'll be some plenty teams. more discourse on Twitter about fucking ratings. Oh, just what we want to hear. Yeah, but um, no, I think this is. This give is us massive. the inbox if you want us to go through the minute by minute ratings of every show. That should be oh, really yeah. thrilling for everybody. Yeah, uh, everyone's yeah, I'll, yeah, I might tune out for that. But um, 
No, that's huge. Uh, yeah, and it's going to be a worldwide deal eventually when all the international uh, contracts wrap up. Pay-per-views will move over there when the deal is done with Peacock as well, which is 2026, I think. So it's it'll be a slow rollout for everything. But you just assume everything will end up on I Netflix. I want to start seeing yeah. those... Because we used to get on when we had WWE Network, we used to get those really good documentaries and things like that. Yeah, and we don't get access to those in Australia anymore. So I'm hoping that stuff goes up on Netflix because that's the content that I want to see. That's mm. what WWE do really well. Those, um, like imagine how good the doco on Punk's return would be. Yeah, well, I think they would do that like they normally do, like release that after WrestleMania and like Punk. We haven't 3. been getting them at all. We haven't been getting them here. No, you know, I assume they'd be making something like that. But well, what about the deal? Netflix has the ability to just cancel after five years um, of the contract as well. The only, the only cancel will be if Netflix goes under. Yeah. There's more chance of that. Than I, 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 think, I think in the next year or two, you see Netflix, well, just in America, overtake cable um, availability and... I think it's the way to go. It's good good that someone's had a crack at it being there first. I think the stock prices went up on the on the back of it. But yeah, this could turn into a 15-year deal as well because they've also got the option at the five years to re-sign it for another 10. So, I believe it's the second because Underworld Wrestling was on Amazon Prime first. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What about, the, time. what about the Vince Netflix docker? Oh, is this going to color it, carry him any favor um, with their journalistic integrity when they release that documentary? I think the doc. I don't know who's who's doing the documentary. It's Netflix. Netflix. it's on the it's on the documentarian. Yeah, so that should be interesting. Well, what's the other big news that was? Well, the other uh, big news was uh, we're all wondering what the Rock is cooking. By getting onto the WWE board. The book soon. He's cooking everything, isn't he? He's just lining up partners for his uh, UFL. Merged the XFL. Now he's building up Endeavor partnerships and everything. Dude. Yeah. He's um, a match. Yeah, well, now, the, now that he's actually, he, wor- he has to worry about the money responsibilities of WWE. It might not be a Mania match. It could be anywhere. Whatever. It could be know. a house show at Madison Square Garden. The if number. the money is best for WWE, uh, as a board member, he has to do the right thing. You know? He might be, I don't know. Going back full time. It could be Adelaide Oval, 2025. He might, be, he might, be, he might hold that. They might bring that 24-7 title when he has to defend that everywhere. That so he should. Move. To be honest, he should trade it back with uh, R-Truth. No, our truth's beyond that now. I think he's he's moved up the card. He's transcended the twenty four seven title. Um, and it's not on the run sheet, but I went and saw um. Iron Claw. Oh, at the cinema. You, at the cinema. Yeah, what did you think? Uh, feel good movie of the summer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, re- really, I- I'm not interested in what you think. You're a wrestling fan. What did your partner think? She yeah. liked it. So yeah, if you want to yeah. watch wrestling content. And your partner um, hates wrestling, or you know, doesn't hate it, but doesn't care for it. Take Tolerates that you watch it. 
Yep, and listens to me talk about it, even though she does like like that gif of the of the woman in the nightclub listening to the guy talk nonsense. That's all of yeah. us. Um, yeah. no, she she liked the movie. Um, reacted in the right spots. Like you know what's coming, and you look to the reaction. You know what what it's like. Yeah. Um, she enjoyed it, and she's been recommending it to others. So, yeah, it's a good Excellent. way to good way to get some wrestling content into your relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not I, the um, most uh, feel-good wrestling I content. I should be checking this weekend. Saw it at the Sun Theatre in the same actual theatre as we attended a wedding uh, just over twelve months ago. Yeah, we did. Tony forgot to iron his shirt. No, no, it was ironed. Just not very ironed. well. It looks like you ironed it, and instead of an ironing board, you used um, a huge Dungeons and Dragons dice. Well, the good thing about it is, is that I was the MC and people are still talking about me. So there you go. Yeah, that's true. There's no interview for the MC, Tony. <laughs> that was actually a really fun wedding. Um, it was. All, all jokes aside, that was a really fun day. And yeah, getting that's married in I went the... to that year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Mine was the year after. It was it? Oh, it wasn't yeah, it wasn't that year. No, it was year, yeah. Oh, buddy, it all runs together. We're getting old. Mm. Uh moving on, boys. The code what can you tell me about the Cody and Punk promo? I didn't get a chance to see it. What do you mean you didn't get a chance to the see it? Piece you've of had one we job. Gave you it was the only thing we gave you. To watch thirteen minutes of uh content. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to see it. Oh. My wife's been sick, I've been busy. Sick of you probably. Yeah. Oh, that's 100% guaranteed. Congratulations as well on getting called a fan favourite by SCM. Oh, thank you. You've got to love a company that um, gives its fan favourites the boot, like really care about the listeners. But yeah. they had your back for the day. That was nice. We're going to see if we can get Hutchie on for a Did chat. Did you know how to get there? Did you know how to get there? Like, cause we should, we, shows since your we should get Hutchie on for a chat, Tony, because he's Massive a big wrestling, wrestling fan. Massive I'll give me a yell because as I walked out, he shook my hand. He said, Shebex, thanks for coming in, mate. Fantastic. Keep in touch because I'm sure we can do some stuff together in the in the near future. On so the turnbuckle, SCN. You're turnbuckle. staring it now. Yep. All right. That's your Tune homework. In. So your homework Wednesday is night, to 3 watch, watch Cody and Punk promo. Yep. To message Hutchie. And you're still meant to, meant to message Cam Vale as well. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, Three pieces too. of homework. So yeah. one of them is now a month and a half overdue. One of yeah. them's a week overdue. And the other one, I expect to have Hutchie here in about two and a half years. Leave it with me. <laughs> you might be rehired and fired again, Tony, by the time we get him back on. Very possible. <laughs> um, no, the Punk and Cody promo, I loved it. Oh, so. So good. They're I'm loving the blurring the lines of punk. Like he's tiptoeing around being the real CM Punk. Um, you know, leaning into that healness and well, oh, Cody's the whitest of white meat baby face. They had a really couple of really good lines against each other as well. Um, you know, Punk saying he's the American dream. Um I thought yeah, hats off to both guys. They owned that whole segment for 13 minutes, and it definitely didn't feel like 13 minutes. I enjoyed that they took the time at the start to suck in the crowd and yeah. um, listen to it. 
And then they it was a slow build. So it started slowly and built to a crescendo, which I really enjoyed. Um, and at the end, they did a bit of that Rock and Hogan WrestleMania, looking each side to the crowd. Um, bit of a homage to that match. I really, yeah. I thought it was great. Um, anyone who says it's not great is deliberately trying to not like things, which we're getting from both sides of fandom at the moment. But just if you see something good, doesn't keep, don't matter which company is doing it, just enjoy that it's happening. No, they both felt like massive superstars. Um, and you're intrigued to see what, you know, they're both in the Rumble. You know, I think they sold the Rumble. They're heavy. They're two heavy favorites. People want to see them touch in the Rumble. And we may get it for a little bit. We may not get it at all. Well, you know, they'll definitely, the they'll definitely beat Lockie in the Rumble. That's no, a different Rumble. Oh. This one's more Royal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and if CM Punk was in the Rumble with weapons, I think he'd bring his dog. Nah. Or Ace Steel. A- I reckon he'd use AJ Lee as the weapon. Yeah, it might be Ace Steel. You know, the dog Ace and Steel, Ace yeah. would bite. Well, he's used They'd Ace Steel bite. before. Yeah, so... Or he might be hitting people with the NDA Ace contract. Steel's, Ace Steel's dentures. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a, he's, let's just say that he's got a bit of a bite on him. <laughs> yeah, so... I thought they, they sold it well. That's a match that they can tease further down the line as well. That's a massive main event match. Now, a couple of serious injuries in the uh, WWE at the moment, guys. Cora Jade uh, with her ACL and then Seth Rollins with a medial ligament as well. And every and meniscus and whatnot. Yeah. I can't see the run sheet because for some reason I won't download so I'm yes. going to take not, your word for it. Not a not a good couple of weeks for knees in WWE. No. Uh, yeah. Um, All right, it's good for heels, but not knees. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. The good good thing about Seth is you know from all reports, sort of funny, wasn't it? <laughs> from all reports, he should be back for Mania, um, as long as he doesn't have a hiccup along the way. So it's good. You don't have to strip him of the title. It's not like any of the titles get uh, defended that often anyway. His does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you got two titles on the back burner for three months. Um, but I don't think it really I matters. They've got enough time. online. Saw people complaining online about Elimination Chamber. Oh, we're not going to get a title defense. I'm of the opinion I don't want a token title defense, I don't want a match that's pre pre arranged. We already know who's going to win before we sit down. No, nah, well, well, like, yeah, like matches the, are going to shape mania, yeah, like you had the. The main events, in quotations, at Royal Rumbles in the past, you know, The Rock versus Billy Gunn. The fuck thought Billy Gunn had a chance of winning that? Um, we don't need that kind of stuff. We we know we, what we're We're going to miss going. We're going to miss the crowd singing his song. That, that would have been a nice moment. But um, we've got CM think, Punk. We've got Cody. Uh, we've got yeah. Rhea. Hopefully Rhea main events in oh. front of Australian audience. That would be... Be stupid. That would be it. a dream. Mm. Surely Jeez. CM Punk wins the Rumble, doesn't he, on Sunday? Well, let's. Who is your. So CM Punk's your pick for the Rumble? Well, sure. For me, I think he is. I think. I think CM Punk wins the Rumble just because then you. You know, I don't think he has to be the workhorse of the Rumble. Why would you risk CM Punk in an elimination chamber uh, in that kind of match? You know, I know he's had a few injuries over the last couple of years. I think that's a safer bet. And Cody not getting the easy run, I think, is the better story. 
I think Cody um, having obstacles is always a good story. Um, yeah, I, think, I just think, I think that my pick, Omos. Well, he's the big. He's, you know, it's tough. It's going to take a lot of people to throw him out. Like, I guarantee the commentator is going to say that when he comes in. Yeah, yeah. You know. I'm not sure if he's in it, but. Well, you know, I think well they've only announced four or five people, so we're going to get a lot of surprises. Um, in both women's and men's, they haven't announced a lot, which is. I feel it's I, a better way like of doing it. I it. I prefer it. Yeah, like I know the last couple of years they've announced 20 each or whatever it is, so you've minimised the surprises and you're sort of ticking well, who, them off as you go. Who wins the Women's Rumble? Becky Lynch. She'd be Becky or Bailey would be the two that I would uh, put money on. I, I, I'd say I'd say Becky for mine. Yeah, Becky. Um, well, Becky and Rhea looks like it's going to be a Mania match. Charlotte is a surprise. Speaking Charlotes done her knee. Yeah, well, It'd be a real surprise. Some of those AJ peptides. She might be back for Rumble. All right, let's uh, let's go with it. Who's the one surprise return that you'd love to see in each of the Rumbles? The fabulous Moolah. She's dead. Oh, well, that makes it hard. And even more seriously, she's cancelled. Yeah, that's even harder. Yeah, maybe a. Maybe what about the hand. men's rumble? Are you going to go with Bruno San Martino, who's also dead, oh, he's or are dead. you going to? Right, so you... uh, who, I don't think it'd be rumble, Vince. Tony? I don't think Sorry? Vince would be coming to win. Is it? How many rumbles did he win? One, One or two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane McMahon. I'd love to see Shane McMahon. I I would Vince love. Still got it. I would love Shane just so they do the the money drop, so people lose their mind thinking it's uh, Okada coming. Um, Speaking of Okada, who are your Tony? who are your two returns, Lyle? Um, on the women's side, a lot of people were signed. So, you know, who's coming back? Molly Holly, Lita, Trish, you know, Victoria, Naomi. Naomi. Yeah. Well, she just yeah, Trinity in the coming men's side, back. You know who I I don't know if it's possible or not, but I'd love to see Big E come out. Oh, actually, that would be that. That would you get goosebumps? It'd be one of those really good feel-good moments. Bronson Reed. I mean, he's not a return. He's. I'd assume he's in it. Um, disappointed if he if he wasn't. Um, yeah, the men's side. What about you know? I don't know. So many people have signed. It's it's tough. You you know. Maybe DDP. How old does he look on TV now? I haven't seen him on TV for Crypt a while, keeper. but I assume. I mean, he is old. Yeah. Like Disco Inferno. Everyone loves him on social media these days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, we should also give a, a, a thumbs up and a, a mention to Grayson Waller and his uh, defense of kayfabe, I suppose, on the Channel 7 Sunrise interview. That uh, that could have gone really bad the way it was going, and Grayson just absolutely saved the day, didn't he? Yeah, it was great thinking on his feet. Um, definitely defended WWE perfectly. I think the higher ups and uh, all the reps that would have set those interviews up would be really uh, proud of him. Um, the workers definitely would be. So no, it was good. No, it's annoying when people still take the piss out of wrestling. Like we all understand and we know what it is. But, you know, to be not treated with respect, these mm. people are putting their lives 
and their safety on the line, you know, a few nights a week for other people's enjoyments. No, like if that was an actor on there, no one's, they're not getting their piss taken out of them like yeah. that. So I was glad. I was, I was glad that he put him back in his place. Quality great. Um, also, uh, friend of the show and uh, one of our favorites, Royce Chambers has started a little side business. If you're a basketball fan, I'm just going to give it a shout out for oh, him. Cool. Um, oh, nice. He's selling some um, basketball jerseys, some throwback jerseys and some prints and whatnot. So it's Hooper's gold mine. Uh, if you Google it and just click on the big, gar- big cartel option. Um, yeah. Royce, he's got a little business going. It's doing pretty well, but yeah, give, give, give him some love. I'd rather give him a free sponsorship of the program than that video joint that we've been plugging for the last five years. We're going to give him a... We're going to give him a... What's the... What's the video joint? What, Pornhub? No, with the one that has the wrestling videos. Oh, Mikey's... um... Oh, Mikey. Oh, sorry, mate. I'm just talking about the videos you normally have in your background and it's the reason we're not a video podcast. When we see your tabs. Yeah. No need for that, law. No need for that at all. Yeah, so Hooper's Goldmine. Um, if you're into basketball, they got some awesome. throwback, throwback. Hooper's Goldmine. H W O P E R S. Yep. Goldmine. Dot com. Dot au. No, no, just Google it and click on the big. It's at it's dot dot big cartel dot com. Okay. Yep. Nice. Um, have a look. Uh, give Royce some love. Cool. Uh, what's happening this week? In wrestling, nobody's told me. Did Lyle not put it on the run sheet? No, no, check your local listings. Renegades tonight, or tonight. yesterday, it is definitely tonight, or, Tony is... or yesterday. But did you miss something on the run sheet, Tony? No, what about Okada? There. Okada leaving New Japan, one of the biggest stories of you the didn't summer. didn't have that on here, it mustn't have saved. It was definitely on there. That's, uh, can, can, I, can I give an observation? Big appearance next week as well. We'll we'll recap that next show. Can I give an observation? Yeah, I watched NXT today. So you watched NXT, but Why? didn't you didn't have thirteen minutes to watch the continue continue? What happened? My observation is is that the Sorry, WWE is hiring a different type of woman to the woman that they hired in the past. It's just you just cottoned on that they're hiring wrestlers and athletes instead of models. Like yeah, pretty much. They've been doing they've been doing that since the wrestling revolution, Tony. It's been four or five years now, mate. Oh, it's been it's been close to ten. No, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. You when still did, had. When did Paige make her debut? Yeah, um, yeah, but there's still a, a little bit of enhancements after the fact, um, and. Her family so what? Go back People can do what they want to their bodies, Lyle. I don't know why you're. Uh... Uh, I understand that, but you know, with the nudge from WWE, um, interesting no, ob- observation. Mm. Uh, no, they're hiring wrestlers. They're not just an eye candy anymore. So Fantastic! They it's haven't great. Been for years. It's good. It's good. Uh, that's it. First show for the year, done and dusted. Hopefully, we can get Hutchie for the next one. Nah, Even if that means if you, our next show remember, is until 2026. You, you have to remember to send the text message. Yeah, but I, I don't think Lyle will be at our next show. He'll be gallivanting. Well, we, no, if, we'll work it around Vegas. 
if we uh, no, we're if we're coming back in two weeks, if we're coming back in two weeks ahead of oh. elimination chamber, yeah. when do you get back, Lyle? Uh, get back on the eighteenth or something like that. Yeah, because hmm. of the time difference, you know, you lose a day or. We'll definitely do something before the elimination chamber. What date is it today? Yeah, well, we're flying on the twenty third. We're still on air here, boys. Do you want to we wrap it up and we'll discuss this? No, you booked the show. No, people can listen to this if everyone, as if anyone's still listening. that's on that's on them. Oh, boys! Just before we go, too, we should mention that uh, Walshy, I was absolutely disgusted in your promo photo for WrestleMania. You look weird. Very handsome man, Tony. Sort of look like definitely the handsomest of those three of us three. Wow. Um, I tell you what though, we me and Bros are going to come together for that show. We're going to be on the same team. Yeah, excellent. And uh, we're going to go up against all the scum from Perth, Davis Storm. Hey, hey, go easy. Like, on who Davis. likes Davis Storm? I do. I've got a bone to pick with Davis Storm. A few years ago, do you remember we had um. A live podcast in Sydney. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and um, we, we got a little known. Up. We got a little known Australian wrestler called Davis Storm to appear in front of his crowd. You know, put him on the map. Yeah. And what do we get in return? Nothing. I had to buy my own tickets to Super Show. No. What? And I, everyone knows, I have short hands and very deep pockets. It's a lot to get me to put my hand in the wallet. Does that mean I owe you $45 for a ticket? No, I bought the cheapest tickets. What's the... The whole point of starting this podcast is to get us free tickets. I I haven't bought a ticket to a show in five years. Nothing. So when we get to WrestleBrainia, I am going to beat the crap out of Davis Storm. And we've got uh, Dominic Mysterio Jr. on the other team as well. And on Bros and I's team, we've got Harry from Survivor, superstar. Oh, good. Very cunning. Mm. Yeah. And as you heard earlier, we've got Damien Slater. Yeah. There's no way we're losing. Good team. It's a good team. There's no way we're losing. And uh, and the great thing about this is you're going to beat the scum of Perth with some scum of Perth on your team. Is that what you were saying? Where's Damien Slater from? Adelaide. Thank you. Harry's going to have to. Switch allegiance, but he's an ice cream man. Else... He was on Survivor. You give him a pass. Yeah, yeah. That show that that show was pop wasn't popular in Perth anyway. So the great thing about it is you can go and catch WrestleMania and finish with plenty of time to get to uh, elimination chamber. Yep, yep. So it's the perfect pre-show. Come smash beers. Yeah, laugh at Davis Storm, and then we all march to the show. Together, right. you get in a big Boshi? big conga line. Where do you get tickets? Tickets available at OzTix, or you can check out our um our social media where there's a uh, some nice little posts. Um, awesome, awesome. And if you're in Perth and you listen to this, Harry hasn't been eliminated on Survivor yet. No, and uh, and well, that, that series hasn't even started yet. <laughs> okay, starts next Monday. Put your um, money on Luke. Let's leave <laughs> the podcast with a promo for WrestleBrainia. Catch you next time. Till then. Finally, WrestleBrainia has come back to Perth. WrestleBrainia and EPW present the Perfect Elimination Chamber pre-show.
with host and general manager Jeff Seddy. Let's get ready to Brady series has come and gone. There's that one moment, you know, the one big moment, the big return, the return everyone's talking about. Our truth is back. Heel captain, well I've got a question for the face team. Was there a two-for-one sale at Lowe's? <laughs> Babyface captain, Alan Oldworth. <laughs> no deal, no deal. Thank you. Right. Jesus. Davis Storm. Comedian, Rosevard. It's great. Uh, the aspirationist apparently shops at Miller's. Dirty <laughs> Harry Hills. Hello, I think if we lost this, it'd kill me. Comedian Luke Boland I took on 10 men and had my hand raised as the reigning hardcore champion. Jesse Lambert. Oh. Damien Slater. It's a series of games about wrestling. WrestleBrainia. The world's only wrestling comedy game show. Suck good shit. WrestleBrain, you will finish with plenty of time to get to the stadium for Elimination Chamber. Live at Linnet's Lounge. Tickets on sale now through Oztix.